Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bobcast. We are able to sit down and go over uh, this week. I appreciate everyone's patience. I know everything is kind of pieced together the last couple weeks, but we're here to rock and roll. Uh, I got my podcast juice. We're ready to go over not only last week's games in the NFL, but our league. I'll start with the last week's games. Go over the last week's waiver wire because it was really interesting. Then into the matchups we had. No, we will not be focusing completely on Elliot's comeback because this isn't the Elliot show, and I'm getting sick of Elliot it, Elliot taking over our league. So that is not happening. But we will we will go over what happened because it was super bizarre. But it won't take up the whole time. Then, after that, we will go over the standings and finish up with next week's predictions. So, let's rock and roll into last week's games. We start with the Buccaneers-Panthers. Cam Newton stinks. He is really hurt. He looks like his career might be done. He missed the 0 for 7 to start and throws. Uh, the Buccaneers, I, I mean, I, I can't bet on Jameis Winston, but the South looks really bad. We'll go over a couple of the other issues. It was an interesting game. Bucks pulled it out. Panthers in big trouble, and we'll see if Cam even comes back next week. Next, we get into the 49ers Bengals. 49ers crushed them. 49ers are rolling. Jimmy GQ uh, is really looking like he's the real deal. It looked bad in preseason after the knee injury. He's got it rolling. Uh, the whole offense in general is just going going through the motions right now and killing it. The Bengals thought we're going to put up more of a fight, especially after a great game in Seattle last week. That wasn't the case. Uh, they seem to be in a transition. Uh, John Ross finally seems to be taking over as wide receiver one with A.J. Green out, especially since he seemed like he was about to be a major bust himself. Um, in a contract year, but seems to be coming back. Uh, Chargers-Lions, it was a classic Chargers game up until the end. Chargers did everything to lose the game, and they did. They had a fumble on the goal line. They missed a a touchdown throw, some missed field goals in there. It was ugly. Lions somehow don't have a loss. They look like one of the more poorly coached teams in the NFL, and I'm excited for the Eagles taking them on next week because we could use a little Lions in our life. Vikings-Packers. Gabe, you must be happy. Uh, The Packers came out swinging. Aaron Rodgers looked a little better than he did last week. The offense looks super bumpy still. You wonder what's actually going on with with, uh, LaFleur and uh, Aaron Rodgers. But, man, luckily Kirk Cousins was on the other side of the ball and blew it. They should have won. He had that awful pass. It was a terrible way to the end of the game, and there it is. The Colts-Titans. Colts, 1-1. One one. They could easily go for the AFC South right now, beating the Titans 19-7. Colts look like they have a more complete roster as they seem to figure out what they're going to do without Andrew Luck. Titans are kind of just the Titans they always were. Marcus Mariota, who knows what's going to end up with him. He is so shaky at end games. And it showed with the Colts, they pulled away, even though Adam Vinatieri, I think, is going to retire this week. He might go out, but he has missed close to uh, six field goals in the first two weeks, uh, essentially losing week one game and almost losing this game as well. 
the Patriots, Dolphins, not going to go too deep in it. Patriots are good. Dolphins really bad and tanking. Bills, Giants, Josh Allen looks legit. He's really fun to watch, and the Giants secondary stinks. So that's really all you got to say about that. It's going to be a piecemeal, especially with us saying goodbye to Eli. Daniel Jones steps up for the Giants next week, but the Bills are 2-0. Are they the possible playoff team that was not in the playoffs last year? It very well be. They are, again, really fun to watch if you get a chance to see them on TV. Steelers, Seahawks. The story was not the Seahawks winning. It was more Big Ben going out and is now out for the season. Uh, James Conner also got hurt in the way. It really just looked like they never had a chance. Steelers somehow in the game all the way in the end, uh, but they got bigger problems to figure out from there. Cowboys, Redskins. Cowboys couldn't have asked for a better way to start the year, starting with the Giants, then Redskins going 2-0. Dak Prescott looks like he's playing for a lot of money, and the Redskins, again, are terrible, and I love it. The Ravens, Cardinals. Lamar Jackson continues the show. Wish he finished it a little stronger. I will say Kyler Murray might be one of the most fun players to watch in the fourth quarter. So keep your eyes on that. It was a very fun game. Both very athletic and the Cardinals don't look as bad as we thought they were going to look. Could be a little fun and scrappy here through the year. Could really kill some people in some suicide pools. That's for sure. Texans, Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars have a lot of other issues going on. Uh, but Gardner Menchu, man, he the mustache almost did it, except they gave it to Leonard Fournette. Terrible team guy, if you remember from last year. And he couldn't get the two-point conversion to win the game. Texans pull away, are sitting at 1-1. One and one. Again, the FC South, who knows what's going on with them. Jaguars look in much deeper trouble in the locker room. Chiefs, Raiders. Raiders went up 10-0, but the Chiefs answered. Patrick Mahomes continues to do Patrick Mahomes things. Uh, and they keep finding a new receiver every single game. So it might be Demarcus Robinson this week, Sammy Watkins the week before. Look for them to bring a guy off the practice squad and then all of a sudden have 200 yards in receiving uh, next week. So just keep an eye on that for sure. The Bears-Broncos, a wild finish. Uh, the Bears seem to have found a kicker, but uh, the sad part is is they still have a quarterback in um, sorry, lost my place. They still have a quarterback in Trubisky that just doesn't look like he is going to be the franchise quarterback they thought they'd be. Remember, they moved up multiple spots to take him over Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. It's not looking good. He looks extremely limited. Uh, and this Broncos team looks really bad. Flacco looks just absolutely finished. The Saints-Rams. Rams might have won, but the, again, the story was a hurt quarterback. Drew Brees out. I resent everything Adam says about uh, Drew Brees. That was a terrible move to drop him last year, Adam. It was wrong. It won Matt the championship. Drew Brees still was amazing last year. You look, he was a top 10 fantasy quarterback. He might have been even top 5. You dropped him too early. He had an amazing end of the year, and Matt rode him out. It is a huge loss for the Saints. They're now talking about a two-quarterback system, which sounds like a complete disaster, and we'll see how that goes. 
The Jets-Browns. Well, at least uh, only one player has mono on the Jets, and the other one has a completely broken ankle. The Jets are now pulling out their third-string quarterback. Uh, Le'Veon Bell was the next quarterback if Falk had gotten hurt that game. Browns won. They still don't look fantastic, but who knows what the Browns are doing. They're the Browns. They have so much talent, they'll manage to screw it up. So that was this week's games. Uh, let's go into the waiver wires. Okay, the waiver wires aren't going to be too long. I just wanted to go over a little bit of what's going on with the budgets here. It's been really interesting to see as everyone's tried to figure out how to bid, what's bidding, who's bidding on who. Uh, the big ones being Sammy Watkins, $50 from Elliot. Uh, I hope that works out for you, Elliot. But he's on there. Uh, we have Brad going with Darius Robertson um, this week for $30. So just keep an eye on that. Just go, Kara Inheritance only has $5 to bid for the rest of the year. So, Elliot, I really hope you like your team uh, because you could lose on everything from here on out if it doesn't go your way. Okay, matchups. Let's do this. Week two matchups, it was very interesting, especially compared to last last week. We are going to start with the court inheritance against Jagan. Jagan looked like he had this thing sealed. The day started out with the freaking New England Patriots, 37 points. That is insane and stupid and shows how bad Miami is. With that, at the same time, Ben Roethlisberger then goes out with only three points. Elliott looked cooked. Meanwhile, on the other end, Tom Brady on Jagan, 28 points. Brandon Cooks, 15. And you go down. It was a really great week. Kelsey with another 20 points. Uh, it was a very decent week coming out of 123 that was finished very early on. Well, we get to the later games. Elliott's team looked finished. Barkley coming in at 21 points. That really was the that really brought him up to have a chance uh, at the end of this. Julio Jones killed me. Absolutely killed me. I actually left that game out of my recaps because I am still better by it. Of the fourth and three to Julio Jones on the screen pass to go in for the touchdown in the final three minutes to beat the unbelievably injured Philadelphia Eagles. That was the kicker for Elliott to win at the last second by one point. We are talking 124.8 to 123.06. Cora's inheritance beats Jagan. That is insane. And incredible and really was tipping Elliott's season at 1-1. One one. Jagan now has to pull out of an own 2 hole after a great week by his team. Uh, it was definitely the matchup of the week. I will completely agree with that. That's all I'm going to say. Elliot, congratulations. That sucked for me, but I'm glad it worked out for you. All right, we'll go to True Philly Scumbag. Versus the Bears. Um, yeah, I had a really bad week this week. Injuries uh, hit me pretty hard. And I am still figuring out what I'm going to do. 
as I said, my kicker, Adam Vinteri, uh, is looking at retiring this week with one point for me. Uh, I also had Njoku, who got concussed right out of the gate. He is out as well. James Conner got hurt pretty close with a knee injury. Uh, hopefully it's not severe, but it looks like he'll be doing that with the rest of the week. Kamara and the whole Saints disaster decided not to even show up. They just stopped handing the ball, which you think they would give it to him more. Deshaun Jackson didn't even start the game, so there was another zero. So, to say the least, it did not go well. Uh, as far as the Bears, uh, he had a pretty decent week. 110 usually is in a winning score, uh, but I'll give it to him. Dalvin Cook was the big winner uh, with 26 points. Uh, Deshaun Watson only with 12 going against a stout defense. I would say the one thing that uh, my team that worked out well was the pickup of Josh Allen. Again, he's really fun to watch. And he had 24 points in there, especially uh, with the uh, disaster of Rivers has had with his whole offense being injuries. I feel like that's the story of the league right now is injuries. Uh, I'll go. Actually, I'll do that right now. We have, you go across the board, this is some of the most early season injuries I think I've seen in a long time. Uh, there's a lot of O's, a lot of Q's next to a lot of players. The quarterbacks are dropping like fry, flies, and it's actually kind of fun because you're going to have to dig a little deep when it comes to rosters uh, and figure out. Hopefully, we'll get a little more trades going going through. So that, that'll be good. All right, let's go to knock on wood if you're with me versus MVP Mahomes. Knock on wood, had a very similar issue this week uh, with players not showing up. Mahomes with the 135 win over the 109. Of course, Mahomes with 39 points. He continues to just rock and roll. Uh, the rest of the roster pretty good. Adam Jones was Green Bay's running game, got going. That was actually really impressive because Green Bay has sucked at running the ball. Cabe, you can attest to that for a number of years now. And really, it's a lot of single digits on knock on wood if you're with me. Uh, it just looked like an overall bad week that was just never able to add up. Matt Ryan still ended up with 28 points, but just never able to pull it back within. So hopefully next week, uh, knock on wood if you're with me, things start turning around. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, we can go from there. All right, we move on to Little Clemson versus Lambo Leapers. Little Clemson looked like they were going to have an amazing week, and then it went to shit. Drew Brees getting knocked out, 0.52 points. Julian Edelman somehow didn't get past the ball in that Patriots explosion. Uh, you have a Chicago wide receiver on there, and we've already talked about their quarterback. Um, and really, from there, it just never got going. Somehow in San Francisco's offensive exploding, Kittle didn't even get the ball, and it just never worked out. 72 points uh, with one injury on there. Uh, not great. Hopefully, the roster will improve, and you'll be able to get a little bit. I, I like your bench. I think you have good players. I think uh, Little Clemson, you should do better than you did last year. Lambo Leapers, a good recovery from last week, 114. Carson Wentz got pounded but still ended up with a good 21 points, able to build a base. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is the only offensive player left on the Jets, so that's a great thing. So hopefully this will continue. Calvin Ridley on that uh, secondary ex- exploitation of the Eagles. All right. 
Matt's Majestic Team versus the Rowdy Boys. And I want to start this because Matt thought he was going to be a little bit of a wise-ass of just assuming that every move that he makes, John is a part of. Matt, you have to tell us. I am dictating it. This is a dictatorship. I will start offering fines. That's right. This is happening. I am going to start fining people, and the fines will go into the winning pot. Matt, and everyone who votes this way, if it's a majority of the league, I'll start there. If it's a majority of the league, you have to tell us when John makes a move. That includes free agent pickups and adjusting your roster. This isn't an assumption, Matt. You got to play your own team. This isn't John's team, okay? He drafted for you. He doesn't get to control this. So let's get that straight right here. You got the win, 115 versus 106 against one Ryan's Rowdy Boys. Not much to go in. But don't think you're going to be a wise ass on the thread. I am the commish, and I will dictate. Don't make me start this fine system. Everyone vote on the thread. This is happening. And... Uh, we will have a decision by Friday if there's going to be fine, if there's a move made without Matt not letting us know that John was a part of. All right, guys, we will go into, uh, on a lighter note, the standings. Um, so let me pull that up. Uh, we got a couple 2-0 teams here um, that are taking control MVP Mahomes sitting at the top with the most points, 254 at 2-0, followed by Matt's Majestic Team at 255 points, again at 2-0. We then get to the 1-1s, knock on wood if you're with me, at 237 points. The Bears followed by that at 231 points. Coors Inheritance at number 5 with 246. Lambo Leapers 1-1 at 2 28 Philly Scumbag at 214 points at 101. Little Clemson 101 with 195. And then we got our 0 and 2s. Jagan with 265 points, which is brutal to look at, especially looking what's in front of you. I think that's going to start turning around. And then Ryan Rowdy Boys with 210 uh, in the lowest spot. I will say, I know my points are a little. Um, don't look great, but again, when you have four injuries in one week, it doesn't help things. Okay, let's go to next week's matchups. We got first true Philly scumbag versus knock on wood if you're with me. Uh, the injuries are going for some big shifts in true Philly scumbag. Roster, things are going through. I'm going to knock on what if you're with me. I'm choosing against myself this week. I don't have great, um, great matchups. Knock on what if you're with me has the opposite problem. I think uh, that that uh, 126 to 113 is going to hold true. Again, we are uh, we're planning for uh, championship time, so we don't have to worry about these early season games. Cores inheritance versus the Bears. We got Coors Inheritance at 127, the Bears at 122 projected. I'm going with Coors Inheritance here. I think they got something going. Matt Stafford starting, so who the hell knows? Uh, Philadelphia does not have a secondary, so hopefully he'll be able to throw over, but we'll see what receivers he has. Julio Jones seemed to have something going. Michael Thomas is the only issue now that they don't have Drew Brees throwing to him, and you're going to quarterback two quarterback system that's never good. Uh, so it'll be interesting, but yeah, I'm going to take Corey's inheritance in 
the matchup over the Bears. All right, little old Clemson versus MVP Mahomes. Definitely MVP Mahomes. I don't know if I have to go before. Go in huge detail. It just doesn't look great for little Clemson right now. Russell Wilson against New Orleans could be a good matchup. We'll see. That could be big numbers. But again, Mahomes uh, going against Baltimore's defense might be a little more limited. But I'm just going to stick with uh, MVP Mahomes on this matchup. Followed by that, we go into Matt's majestic team versus the Lambeau Leapers. Oh, we got partners, business partners next to each other. I'm going Lambo Leapers on this one. I think Lamar Jackson is hitting a real team. I don't think he's going to get the same numbers he did. He'll be extremely limited. Carson Wentz is going against the Detroit Lions. It's going to be way better. Uh, and I think that there's enough, enough firepower on Lambo's Leapers in good matchups that they'll be able to pull it through. Um, Eckler has had some good first weeks, but when you're going against Houston, they have been very good against the run. It's the pass that's been killing them. So, uh, we will, we'll see how that goes. But again, Lambo Leapers, the, uh, protege over the mentor per se. All right. And then finally, we are going to our last matchup of, sorry, we are... Frozen. Ryan Trotty for boys versus Jagan. I am going Jagan. First win. Not very hard. Ryan Rowdy boys, I am sorry. I do not like your roster. It is painful to look at and makes me want to throw up when I see Leonard Fournette and Todd Gurley as your running backs. Uh, it doesn't look good. Jagan, I think you've really pieced together a really good roster. It's very solid. You got screwed last week. This week is your time. All right, guys. So, that is it for us. Hope you enjoyed it. This was a lot of fun. Uh, and we will continue the Bobcast as we go. As I say, peace, my homies!